You're listening to Training Under the Q, a three-part podcast series focused on how COVID-19 has affected marathon runners, athletes, and everyday people alike. I'm Jenna Thompson, your host. Today's episode will focus on how the global pandemic has affected collegiate athletes. From Division I lacrosse players to club soccer, athletes are adjusting to their sport in a way they never had before. I recently spoke with two different college lacrosse players from Marquette University to get their take on how they're adjusting to this new normal. Madison Kane, a senior midfielder on the lacrosse team, was unsure of how this season would play out. My expectations for our season and our preseason were pretty low, given the state of the world um, with COVID-19. I was really unsure if we'd be able to even practice as a full team due to all the risks that come from playing a contact sport. But being a sport that plays outdoors, I had a slight glimmer of hope that we'd be able to maybe have smaller group practices or just get out on the field in some type of way. Practices look a lot differently than they did pre-COVID. And as a team, they're all figuring out ways to adapt. We started off by splitting up into smaller groups um, by positions, and we were practicing without contact, and then slowly progressed into full team practice with contact by the end of September. We usually don't have that slow of a progression into things with contact and non-contact, and the biggest thing is having to wear a mask at all times, and when we're huddling up, we have to be socially distanced. Besides a completely new structure to ensure the athlete's safety, staying focused and motivated during such a trying time is difficult. Emily Cooper, a senior midfielder on the team, explains. You know, you're, you're practicing, but then you're constantly thinking about how you have to wear a mask, which then kind of makes you think about the fact that we're in the midst of a, a pandemic. So I think it's just a lot of other things also are surrounding the sport rather than just kind of the sport being um, the main focus. The student-athletes have had to adapt to new practice schedules, routines, safety precautions, and hold out for the possibility of a spring season. I think, honestly, just being able to compete again uh, this season was kind of very abruptly taken from us. So just thinking about the opportunity of having another game day or, you know, traveling and seeing some other places, which we're normally able to do, um, I think that just really excites me. Not just the players, but their coaches are adapting to this new normal as well. Assistant coach Amelia Ward explains that even as a 13-season coaching veteran, she's had to adjust her coaching style to best fit the players. I think the hardest thing for me is I'm not a super loud person, so my voice doesn't necessarily carry the whole whole length of the field that well. So I think, you know, me figuring out how I can be the most effective with maybe having to stand a little further away obviously the map muffles some of the you know the sound as well so you know so whether it's bringing a whiteboard out for drills that we normally wouldn't have just so that way we make sure the girls are getting what we need out of it or relaying the message you know to a couple of the girls and then them bringing it down to the other side of the field um and stuff so still you know able to get the same point across just now figuring out you know how to get it how to get it to to a bigger distance is the big thing This year, the team is interacting and bonding in ways they never have before. Yet the coaches are taking it as a learning opportunity to find new ways to work together. I think, you know, learning that you can still you can still make those connections without having necessarily as much close contact. So, you know, being being more willing to do FaceTimes with the girls instead of in person office meetings and, you know, Zoom sessions and 
you know, maybe socially distant coffee dates and stuff like that. So just getting, you know, creative to still build those connections that we would have had, you know, on bus rides and, you know, on the road and stuff like that in the fall. Colleges and universities across the country have had to cancel club and intramural sports seasons as well. For the majority of club teams at Marquette, the news came in mid-August when the university announced that all organized contact club sports are prohibited from practicing and traveling this fall. My name is Jack Blum. I'm a senior in the College of Business. I am from Ellicott City, Maryland, and I am currently the president of the men's club soccer team here at Marquette. The effects of COVID-19 are unpredictable, and for teams, this poses a difficult challenge in planning what the season could look like. My expectations for this season were pretty low, to be honest with you. Um, so the club soccer team, we have a fall uh, season and a spring season, but the fall season is our main season with league play. The spring is mostly just tournaments. So we had a meeting in March, uh, a Zoom meeting, with the other presidents, with the commissioner of the league, just and we did all the scheduling then uh, with every intent to play this fall. However, as things progressed this summer, obviously, as everyone knows, there was a massive outbreak increase in, t- in cases and all that stuff. So then when the Big East said that there would be no D1 fall sports, we all pretty much knew that there would be no club sports. While bummed about the loss of his own senior season, Jack feels for the freshmen, who are missing a large opportunity to create community at Marquette. It's been tough for especially the freshmen, you know. When I was here as a freshman, it was one of the greatest things about the school that I was still able to play at a high level, play for this team, and play and represent Marquette on that collegiate level. And for me, it was a, a great thing. Both teams are holding out for the possibility of a spring season. Coach Ward is confident about the future. I'm definitely optimistic we'll get something in. So I think, you know, at minimum, I think we'll at least get a Big East schedule in. So I know it's what they're really working towards. And I think if we can get a Big East schedule in, um, considering that's what essentially we had left in our season last year, I think it would be, you know, great for that senior group to be able to at least get the games that they lost. Jack is also optimistic about the possibility of a spring season, but knows with the current state of the pandemic, anything is possible, especially for club teams. Sitting back in March, I thought that there was a great chance that we would have a season in the fall. And then in August, I was like, that's not going to happen. There's definitely a possibility. We actually have been talking to the MASC, which is kind of our governing body. And they basically said that, you know, if if the NCAA and those conferences go forward with spring sports, then there's a good chance that we could too. So whether it's collegiate Division I women's lacrosse or men's club soccer, contact team sports are adjusting to a new safe normal. What's getting them through? Staying optimistic about the future wins ahead. That's it for today's episode. Thanks for listening. I'm Jenna Thompson, and this was Training Under the Queue.